0: voice of my beloved podcast. This is Aaron Hood. You might notice that my voice is a little worn out. Um, we're having a good time here. (laughs) We're in the middle of a, our, uh, harp and our, our fasting event. Yeah. And you might be able to tell, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, uh, you'll have some grace for this. Um, but it hasn't actually been that long. It's all in my mind, but, um, so praise God. Uh, we're in the middle of an event up here. Lots of, uh, well, I mean, I was not expecting quite as many guys that came. Some people kind of came out of the woodwork, and yeah, some it. people last minute just said, "We're going to go." Yeah, out of Texas. Uh, yeah, it's last minute. Yeah, Oklahoma, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so hallelujah. So we're here, and uh, Braden's got a, a message that he prepared, uh, kind of for this event a little bit, and he's going to share it with us. And then, uh, so before we get into that, real quick, Harpen Farm, uh, April first, starting and um 18 to 30 young men we had women. our first application come in yeah so so uh, things are picking up in. <laughs> yeah we're bringing them in and uh hallelujah we're looking forward to that's gonna be good uh if you're interested in that you can uh, reach out to us uh on the web page or you know love and hallelujah that's what's uh what's happening that's what's going on and then uh, so Braden. uh What's the title? I'm just looking at your notes here. No compromise. Uh, yes, that's uh that always rings uh, Keith Green to me. I always think of Keith Green when I think about no compromise. Yes, um, but uh, so yeah, give us uh, share with us what you have.
1: Yeah, so glad to be on here today. We just kind of caught a little break in the action uh, between uh, the prayer room up there. So it's it's been really good. We uh, we did this over the past couple of years, but we just have 24 seven prayer going in between the teaching and sharing times, and yeah. so it's been great just having round the clock prayer, praying for one another. Uh, just really good. And this year's theme is purity. Mm. And uh, last year's theme was uh, Psalm one thirty three, the the oil coming down. It was really good.
0: We know how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell. Yeah, for together. brethren to
1: dwell together, yeah. and uh, just the, the the community kind of sense of like we got to do this together. Yeah. We've got to encourage each other. We've got to, and that's where the the precious oil is, right. is. As we do this together, this next level. You might could say, you know, a purity. I think this is a critical element too, as far as encouraging community, right? Because we can have all the right doctrine, we can have all, you know, all these these things that are more um, maybe technical, mm-hmm. which I'm not downplaying. Those are good things to have in place. But you can have all that, but still have a heart that is given over to sin, that is addicted yeah. to sin. Yeah. And, uh, so this weekend we're just really seeking to press in to have a no compromise life yeah. that we would be those that take radical stands. Yeah. So basically the message is deal radically with areas of addiction. And, and so we go, go all in, uh, so there's no compromise. This, this message that I, um, am sharing with the guys this weekend is just one of realizing Hosea eleven seven says, my people are bent on backsliding. Mm. We're kind of wired to compromise. That's just, you know, if you look at on a large scale, you know, people, if you look at people's lives over time, they tend to maybe have a, a radical experience, born again experience. And then the tendency is, is just kind of year after year, just give a little more ground to the enemy and end up being in a backslidden spot right. decades down the road. yeah That's the general tendency. And so I think being aware of that, and you know, Hosea 11, seven says, my people, mm-hmm. God's saying my people are bent on backsliding. Right, it's the kind of you it's your natural bent
0: <laughs> right this isn't uh the heathen you know we're talking about yes yeah. people here
1: and, and so just realizing that helps us to realize that we have to be proactive mm-hmm. in fighting that tendency and so matthew twenty four twelve, and because lawlessness will abound compromising mm-hmm. lawlessness is going to abound the love of many will grow cold and so that's the era that we're living in i believe is that that's a kind of a heightened Thing that's going on is where people their love is growing cold. Mm-hmm. You know, even just natural love for family, yeah. love for your spouse, love for your community, love for people is growing cold. People's hearts are getting clammed up because they are yielding to addictions, mm-hmm. yielding to lawlessness, and it's it's becoming all about how can I serve myself, yeah. how can I make myself happy, and so we're fighting. We're in this process of fighting this this backslidden tendency right. that we have. So it's really important uh, that we we engage in that. And for our, our listeners out there, this our encouragement is that you engage in this battle. You don't just be one kind of have your head in the sand and not realize the battle's going on. Mm-hmm. There's a real battle going on for your soul. Yeah. And um, Ezra 6:21. I just want to read this. Then the children of Israel who had returned from the captivity ate together with all who had separated themselves from the filth of the nations. And I was reading the book of Ezra recently. and That stood out to me, how Ezra it called the people to separate themselves from the filth of the nations of the land in order to seek the Lord God of Israel. Mm. We know the scripture says your sin is what separates you from God. So you separate yourself from the sin, from the filth of the nations in order that you can seek the Lord your God. It's not just separating yourself from addictions just for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. It's you separate yourself from it so that you can seek God. That's the whole motivation. So Super important. And I love uh, verse 22, Ezra 622. It says, And they kept the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days with joy, for the Lord made them joyful. Mm, and yeah. so, when we separate ourselves from the filth, from the addictions, mm-hmm. the pornography, the alcoholism, whatever it is, you know, drugs. Anger,
0: gluttony, uh, bitterness, unfaithfulness, yeah. yes. unrighteousness. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the filth of the nations. The when we nations.
1: separate ourselves from all that junk, then there's a joy. I love it. It's for the Lord made them joyful. Yeah. When God makes you joyful, it's such a rich, just uh, amazing thing. It's an amazing feeling when, when God gives you joy.
0: Right. Amen. It's a, it's a long lasting thing or it's, it's a, you know, a pleasure, you know, we can experience temporary pleasure and the enemy is always enticing us, you know, with these, um, feelings of control or these, uh, feelings of, uh, uh, satisfaction uh, 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 that our flesh feels, but they're they're so fast, and and so and, and we we know that afterwards we feel horrible. You know, we feel like right. there's a need to repent. You know, and it's not edifying. But where the, the joy of the Lord, it's like we experience a good thing. Right. It's like we we experience pleasure in a good way. We experience pleasure um, from the Lord on high, and we don't have to regret it. It's like joy with no bounds. It's like mm-hmm. without any hangover. <laughs> it's it's, a, right. it's happiness <laughs> without hangover. You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just lo- I love, you know, how when we uh, operate according to God's word in, in, in marriage covenant, you know, we can be uh, together, you know, my wife and I and, 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 and holy holiness. And it's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. Right. Um, and the enemy is just trying to pervert all, so much of what the Lord has for us and, and the actual goodness that he wants us to experience. Um and, and tear us down, cause shame and, and those mm-hmm. things. When we operate in those same exact actions outside of that covenant of marriage, or we, mm-hmm. uh, we look to, you know, the wine, you know, the, the sanctity of, you know, of wine, and then we, it becomes a problem, and there's drunkenness and and, and and addictions and drugs and these things, and it's the perversion from the enemy uh, on, on things that the Lord has uh, has given uh, for us to enjoy in His ways in, in moderation, right? It's, it's such a huge... Uh, concept there. But, um, there was one thing that you didn't mention here that you mentioned in our talk earlier, just talking about the, you had some different, uh, words to use for compromise and one of those was uh no negotiating with the devil right. <laughs> there's no negotiating and uh, I just really like that you know it's like th- there's no negotiation here you know the, the devil's not we're not going back and forth I don't give a little take a little you know this is just like right. an absolute cutoff um no negotiations with the devil you know <laughs> there it's a no quarter you know devil's got to go right and uh that just you know for me that's just really how I tick you know mm-hmm. this is the way I really like to see things you know it's kind of like yeah, just cut it off. You know? <laughs> right. A little bit. Um uh, that way. And so I kinda like that
1: analogy that no negotiation, so it's good. We see that. We write first Kings eighteen twenty one, this is Elijah. You know, Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? Mm. It's like people are kinda waffling. Yeah. What way we're we gonna go? He says, If the Lord is God, follow him, but if Baal, follow him. But the people answered him not a word. And so just how important it is, the spirit of Elijah is preparing the way of the Lord. John the Baptist is operating in it, and it's calling people to repentance. It's calling people to say, who are you going to follow? Mm. And, and whichever one you're going to follow, don't be lukewarm. Don't be on the fence. Don't be you know, half-hearted. Yeah. But follow God with all your heart or follow Baal with all your heart. <laughs> right. Choose one. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. choose one. I, I, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, I was just impressed by how the, the people didn't answer him. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're continuing in this thing that he's accusing, they're proving basically his point. He's saying, you know, if you love God, serve him, if you're going to serve, and they're just like, uh, they didn't say anything. They'll just look at him like deer in headlights, you know, like, I'm not sure what you want us, what do you want us to do, Elijah, you know? (laughs) And, uh, and and then he, he sets up this whole, you know, scenario, the sacrifices and the fire comes down. Amen. He's just, I do, uh, really think that there's this, um, majority of people that are, are just being swept away uh, by the tide of ungodliness. You know, I think mm-hmm. there's a scripture that talks about the floods of ungodliness. And we just can't have uh, that luxury. Something you mentioned uh, earlier, uh, or that was mentioned, uh, a lot of these guys are just sharing their hearts. And, you know, something that was mentioned is that we we are guilty by association to a degree we cannot, you know, um, we cannot be ignorant and we shouldn't willfully be ignorant of the pain and, and let's say you know, tra- you know trafficking and for instance this, i think was as the context it's like we know this is going on and for us to not engage uh against it uh vocally or you know to uh, a, a a better level than just being knowledgeable of it right i mean we we can know that that's a problem but what does that accomplish right that that's not really doing anything for the cause mm-hmm. and um we have to be uh, awakened out of that oh, I, I know that's a problem, and yeah, I don't agree with it, and I don't participate in it, uh, but I'm just going to continue over here and do my little hobby farm.
1: Yeah, or, or even I think what was brought up in the discussion earlier was is that uh, you know, for a person that is watching inappropriate things, watching Hollywood movies, right. you know, R-rated Hollywood movie, movies or viewing pornography, and then, you know, watching and seeing, you know, the child trafficking that's going on. It's like, it's all one package, right? You know, we can be horrified and go, oh, that's horrible that they're, you know, doing this to children, but it's the same spirit. It's, it's exploiting people. Mm -hmm. It's, it's evil, it's wickedness. And we, we have to wake up to that and, and just realize what it really is.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. We, we we just can't justify ourselves by, you know, others, but we have to uh, be justified by God. God is the one who who justifies us. He's the justifier of us, and it's not by works, it's by faith. Right? We know mm-hmm. that a uh, repentant and confession and faith, God will justify us. Mm-hmm. And, and we just got to, uh, that temptation is like, oh, I'm better than him, or you know, I don't, I'm not that bad. You know, I don't, I don't actually watch that stuff. You know, but I don't actually like turn the TV off. Or, or I haven't got rid of my, you know, the different levels of. Um, where the Father has us, you know, we're all at different places, and I, I understand that, you know, the Lord, you know, we had TV in our house for a long time before we didn't, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so there's, there, I have grace for the journey um, that people are in, but if you can save yourself um, the uh, the heartache, uh, then take it from us, <laughs> both of us here, um, and don't focus on uh what you shouldn't be doing but focus on what you should be doing and uh, i think that's a, a big shift that somebody mentioned here this time it's like don't be worried about the things that you shouldn't see just be thinking about oh i want to see the beauty of christ right you know or i want to see god in his glory and and focus your eyes on those things and then the tim- you will have disdain like hating really uh the cloaks even defiled by the flesh like there's going to be a a natural response a natural disdain a cause and effect right once mm-hmm. we love him and we pursue him with our heart and we say i got eyes for you lord i got mm-hmm. dove eyes for you right. you're the only thing that i see and all these other temptations and it's it's defi- it's just it will become um it'll be appalling to us right. i'm trying to find, come up with all these words that's just like you know appalling detestable you know, right. abomination <laughs> right uh you know cuz i i think you know that there's a certain level um, that we can't sugarcoat it. We can't, um, use nice words, nice terms, you know, because it is, you know, the Lord says hate evil. And and when it comes down, we're talking about no compromise, uh, a part of is, is recognizing the, the filth, uh, the filth of the nation. It just sounds dirty, you know, (laughs) it just sounds, it even sounds dirty, you know? And we, we, we like to talk in, in terms of like, oh, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's not it's not that bad. Or you know, there's only that one scene in that movie. I don't know why I'm picking on movies in particular, but you know, I'm just saying. You know, we could sometimes. Oh, there was that one scene, and this is something I've heard. You know, and even in my own life, it was like, oh, we just we fast-forwarded through that part, right. or we, you know, we covered our eyes. You know, and, but it's in there. And,
1: and what does the next generation do? And a big it, question, right? The next
0: generation watches it and they're like. Oh, yeah, well, we watch this movie. You know, well, our mom and dad let us watch this. We watch this movie all the time. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about Compromise is it, um Casting Crowns, man, this song uh, was just super impactful for me as a teenager. It said, you know, it's a slow fade. Mm-hmm. It's a slow fade before you give yourself away It when black and white turns to gray. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the crux. I mean, that's really what Braden's saying here is it's like, don't think the enemy is going to uh, take uh, a healthy marriage and be like, oh, here's this uh, loose woman over here. You should go, you know, no, he's he's going to take a co-worker. He's going to take somebody, that's, and he's going to plant a seed, you know, and it's slow, you know, and it's somebody that, and, and, uh, is trying to lose weight, you know, and they're, they're exercising, you know, it's they're not, not going to, like, have this gigantic, you know, chocolate fudge sundae just arrive right <laughs> in front of you and be like, oh, just forget everything. And it's going to be like, oh, you know, you take one cookie, you know, or two cookies, and it's so slow. The enemy is so deceitful and, and he's, he's biting, you know, he takes the time, you know? So I think that all together is, is so important that we know that it is a slow fade mm-hmm. and that we have to have those, those places in our life. we like, I will not ask for me in my house. <laughs> you know, I, I can't control, you know, all of you out there, all the other, uh, but I am, man, this is where I am going mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do. Um, and so it's, it's powerful to have that, you know, for your fathers out there, I have that for your family, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, cause our, our children, you know, they can, uh, we can sometimes our love for our children can cause us to, to, um, compromise, mm-hmm. you know, on things that we never would have done before. And, uh, I, I'm not in the throes of that at this point, but I've seen that in others mm-hmm. and uh, I pray God gives me grace and I, you know, I can't really speak cause I'm not in that place, but how do we hold something even when um, someone we love so dearly or ourselves is on the wrong side of the fence, you know? Right. And uh, it's just uh, important not to, to lose that. Thank God for the word. Thank mm-hmm. God for his precious word and that we have copies everywhere, you know, and uh, that we don't take that for granted. So I'm just, no. I'm just in total agreement with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we're
1: wrapping up, I just want to share a little something. This is a book I am referencing earlier today. It's called The Freedom Fight. As by Ted Scheimer, and uh, it's a book is just going into the the issues that we're facing with the por- pornog- pornographic addiction mm-hmm. going on within the, the church, within the body, and one of the things that he mentions in this chapter here is called isolation. Is how isolation, we saw this in COVID, right? People mm-hmm. are isolating, committing suicide, you know, and just it's isolation is a place where people are quicker to go to ad- an addiction mm-hmm. because you got to medicate the loneliness, whatever. And so this story here just illustrates this, what, you know, what isolation does. I want to read this in Johan Hari's book, Chasing the Scream. He chronicles a debate about what causes addictions. they raged within the scientific community in the 1970s. Some experts argued that addictions were caused solely by the chemicals. The body got hooked on a major experiment reinforced this idea. The researchers put a rat alone in a cage with two bottles. One had normal water and the other had morphine drugged water. The rat almost always chose the drugged water until it became addicted and eventually died. The theory that the drug's chemicals caused addictive behavior seemed validated. Later in the same decade, however, psychologist Bruce Alexander did another experiment. He thought that perhaps the rat chose drugs because it was bored and lonely in its isolated cage. So Alexander constructed what he called Rat Park. Rat Park provided plenty of activities, friends, and mates, everything a rat could want. Though the rats who lived in Rat Park were still given access to drugged water, they chose the normal water instead. The experiment concluded, the rats in Rat Park rarely used drug water, none ever used it compulsively, and none of them overdosed. The researchers took the Rat Park experiment one step further. They placed rats in isolated cages for 57 days. Over that time, the lonely rats drank the drugged water compulsively and developed a strong addiction. The scientists then moved these addi- addicted rats into Rat Park. As the rats spent more time in Rat Park, they gradually reduced their drug use. Eventually, all the rats gave the drugs up completely and were drug-free for the rest of their lives. The conclusion, there's power and healing in community." And so, yeah, just how important it is that we realize that we need each other. You know, James says, confess your sins one to another. That's implying you have a community mm. that you can confess to what COVID did is it basically got everybody basically just fellowshipping through a screen. You know, a lot of people just went to, we're just going to watch our church online. Yeah. And that, that's so distant. You, you need, like this story is illustrating, these rats that had, um, they had access to both the drugs and the good water, mm-hmm. as long as they had activity, something mm-hmm. to keep them occupied, mm-hmm. then they were choosing the good water most of the time. Mm-hmm. That, that was, it was just natural when they got isolated alone, that's when they're just automatically going for the drugs. Mm-hmm. And so the enemy's purpose is to isolate us, mm-hmm. to make us feel like we're the only ones struggling, you know, this type of thing. Yeah. And so I just encourage our listeners out there, uh, however much you can, mm-hmm. pray, yeah. God, I, I want to be a part of healthy community. Yeah. I want to be a part of your body. The body, you know, Paul talks about it. It's like the joints, the ligaments, it's all connected. There's mm-hmm. a connectedness for the body to be healthy. We, we, we can't be a healthy body just all scattered around and, and not relating to one another. Mm. It's, it's not a healthy body.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about uh, David Wilkerson, you know, in his ministry, you know, one of the, the biggest things, New York City, uh, at, at that time, I, I imagine it still would've been in the millions, you know, or hundreds of thousands of people. And, and he what he ran into with the the kids, the teenagers that he was working with, as most all of them said, that the, the biggest uh, emotion that they felt was loneliness. Mm. And so it's not a, it's not a people just being around people it's it's people that know you right. people that are connected to you and accountability um, a, a love uh, that we show for each other that that you know when we fail we it doesn't rock our world and you know we're not made fun of you know there's a security that comes with a godly uh, fellowship and it really does it needs to be a face to face thing in the same way that you know we could uh, chew somebody out in a text that we would never do that face to face in the same way. Um, the Lord, uh, that relationship, that face-to-face relationship is so much stronger in the flesh than would, mm. you know, on a screen. And uh, that's our uh, encouragement to you, that you would be strong and, and no compromise, and that uh, you would be able to find uh, that fellowship that helps you to walk um uh, addiction free, you know, for whether it's coffee <laughs> or whether it's sugar or whether it's food yeah, or whether it's uh, pornography, you know, um, the Lord doesn't want anything to have a hold on our lives and, uh, we shouldn't either, you know, he's, he's bought us, he's paid a hefty sum. He's, yes. paid. he was worthy of our affection and of our total uh, loyalty and worship. Mm-hmm. And so I think with that, we're going to sign off, uh, blessings to you all. Um, Pray for one another and pray for us as uh, we're praying for our nation and praying for uh, the men of the faith and families, um, that the Lord would uh, have mercy on us and, and show us compassion as we humble ourselves and pray uh, he would uh, heal our land. And uh, yes. so may the Lord be good to us and to Israel as we continue also to pray yes. for the nation of Israel. Lord, um, <speaking Spanish> he who makes peace in his heights may he make peace upon all of us and upon Israel. So shalom to you all. Blessings. And uh, thank you for listening to the Voice of My Beloved podcast, where we believe that hearing and obeying the voice of the Bridegroom King leads to the most abundant and joy filled life. Shalom.